Well, good morning. Welcome back to the Broadcast Retirement Network. I'm Jeff Snyder. This is BRNAM for Friday, February 10th, 2023. And our top story today, how to use caution when investing in cryptocurrency. And joining me now to discuss this and a lot more, Rachel Carden is the Director of Investor Education at the Tennessee Department of Commerce and Insurance. Rachel, it's great to see you. Thanks so much for joining us on the program this morning. Yes, thanks for having me. And I guess my first question, before we get into cryptocurrency and also selecting an investment, I think that this is a really important topic and one that you and the, and the department have focused on. Tell us a little about the, the, as Director of Investor Education, what your role is at the Tennessee Department of Commerce and Insurance. Sure, I'd love to. So in this role, I'm really focused on ensuring that Tennessee consumers are armed with the knowledge they need to be a wise and educated investor. And so that includes not only a great foundation of financial knowledge, but also knowing what to look for when it comes for scams and people, you know, trying to take advantage of you, um, bad actors and the like, you know, it's really easy to invest on your own these days through all of the different um, technologies and, you know, options available online. And so we just want to be sure that we are arming Tennesseans with the information they need to make a wise and smart choice for their financial future. And so that's a lot of what I do in my role. Um, We provide resources, we go out and speak to the community, Um, and do events and things like that. So um, we just really want to make sure folks have the information they need. Yeah, really important. And let's talk a little bit about cryptocurrency. And unfortunately, and we we don't want to paint with broad brushstrokes here, none of us do. Um, But unfortunately, there's been some hiccups, challenges with cryptocurrency. Why is it important? You'd mentioned about the digital assets and technology, but why is it so important to look at cryptocurrency before you jump in And by the way, jump into any investment. Yeah, and and that's a great point. You know, any investment deserves as much scrutiny and research as cryptocurrency. You know, we want to make sure that you're researching the person who's offering you the investment, not just the offer itself. Um, At the securities division, we have a free tool called Broker Check. And you can go online and make sure that this person offering you any type of investment is registered with us. You've got to be registered in the state in order to operate and conduct business. Um, And furthermore, there are so many options out there in the digital space. It's just as important to research because anyone can be anyone behind a computer. It's very important to know who you're dealing with, what the offer is, are they registered? Um, are they licensed? And also, is the offer itself a legitimate offer? And so we want to make sure that not just with cryptocurrency and not just with digital assets, with all investment offers, you're taking that time and attention to make sure it is legitimate and it works for you. Uh, we also talk about risk tolerance. You know, what are you as an investor willing to risk when it comes to your portfolio? Now, someone like myself, I'm a little bit more conservative. I like to be kind of in the middle of the road. I don't like to do really risky investments. 
um, but you may have a bigger risk investment than I do, and that's fine. It's what works for you, but you just have to be aware that whenever you're investing, you know, you could potentially lose that investment. So are you comfortable with the amount that you've invested if you possibly lose it? Are you not? And that'll give you a good uh, depiction of whether or not you feel that's a right investment for you. And that applies to cryptocurrency, um, a Roth IRA, uh, a 401k, all these types of investments. We really encourage you to apply those same principles to all of them. Last question before we go to a segment. And as I'm hearing you talk, a lot of this sounds very familiar to basic financial literacy or investment literacy. And I know you have a counterpart in the great state of Tennessee, I think working at the Treasury. Do you want to talk a bit about the importance of financial literacy? And, and if you're not sure as an investor, it's okay. Because I can tell you, I'm going to raise my hand and say, I don't know everything. And I've been doing this for 30 years and I have to, I learn something new every day. So how important is that financial literacy to making the best investment decision possible for you and your family? Absolutely. And we mentioned foundational knowledge, right? It's very important to have a good financial foundation. And you're absolutely right. There are things that I'm still learning every day too. And there's nothing wrong with that. You do not have to be an expert. You do not have to feel like you have to have all of, you know, everything figured out before you invest. We want you to make investing part of your overall financial picture. And, you know, it's important to have some basic knowledge of what different types of IRAs are, you know, what a 401k is, how it compares. But the beauty of the digital age that we live in, you know, also there's kind of the, the negative sides, but the positive sides is that there's so much information available. And, you know, here at the securities division, we take time to not only educate on investments, but also on general foundational knowledge. So we release blogs about the importance of, you know, uh, budgeting and, you know, how much you should set aside and why it's important to budget and have, you know, a, a portion of your funds set aside for investing. So we're really taking on that financial literacy as well. We have several partners. The Financial Literacy Commission at the Treasury Department is one of them. And we offer, you know, general courses on financial education. And those are great tools if you're someone who you feel like you want to brush up on your knowledge, or maybe you feel like you're just getting started. You're a younger investor. You have your first job. Um, you're really learning what a budget is and how important it is. We've got those resources. So I really encourage you to check us out. Yeah, absolutely. Rachel, I need to take a very quick break. When we come back, we'll talk more about evaluating investments before you make your move. You're going to want to stay tuned right here on BRN. Imagine a new television network that will make you richer, healthier, and in control of your financial future. This network is for the policewoman in Nashville, Tennessee, the baker in Dubuque, Iowa, the teacher in Lexington, Kentucky. We want to make the idea of savings and retirement culturally relevant. But what do you see as a defining issue of the midterms? Especially for the smaller businesses. I mean, they are the lifeblood of the American economy.
featuring exclusive interviews, current affairs, and docu-series. 33 yeah. years old, you retired early. The philosophy is money only matters if it helps you live a life that you love. But you gotta start thinking about retirement as soon as you get in. The Broadcast Retirement Network will drive very high engagement with premium partnerships. So this isn't retirement and savings for your parents or grandparents. This is for all Americans. And we're gonna change the way you think about money. Welcome to the next frontier of retirement and savings. This is BRN, the Broadcast Retirement Network. Tax audits, tax liens, wage garnishments. Every day we hear stories like this about good folks who are simply struggling to pay their bills. Each of them are living a frightening IRS tax nightmare and they are afraid it will destroy their lives. I'm a divorced single mom and my ex-husband left me and the kids with a lot of unpaid bills, including unpaid taxes. I was really starting to show my stress on my kids because the IRS had sent me a letter demanding a huge payment from me. I couldn't afford it. So then the IRS was threatening to garnish my wages. I'm already living paycheck to paycheck. That would have put me over the edge financially. It truly seemed hopeless, but then a friend at work told her to call the tax relief line. The people at the tax relief line, they told me about something called innocent spouse relief. They worked it out so that all of the taxes from my ex are not my problem. I don't know how that works and, and I don't care. All I care about is that I don't owe the IRS a dime and they are not going to take my paycheck. Even if it seems hopeless, you should call the number on your screen right now. There is absolutely no cost for the call or the consultation. You are under no obligation. If you are worried that the IRS could garnish your wages, seize your assets, even take your home, call us right now. The tax relief line is here to help you. Now you have a knowledgeable, professional team of tax experts that are ready to negotiate with the IRS and fight for you to save you money. The Tax Relief Line's professionals have successfully negotiated thousands of cases, reducing and sometimes even eliminating the tax debt for their clients. It's very easy to get started. Simply call the number on your screen right now. You don't have to live in fear anymore. The call and the consultation are free. Well, Rachel, thanks so much for staying with us. Really appreciate you hanging around for segment two this morning. Excellent. Yes. Glad to be here and, and glad to dive in on this next segment. Yeah. Let, let's talk. A, you, you mentioned the, the power of technology and, and there's a lot of good, a lot of good. I think mostly good when it comes to technology and the access to so information. And of course, you've got to sort through it. But let's talk a little bit about social media. And again, can't paint with a broad brush. But a lot of people, um, I don't want to say the word uh, fooled because that's not the word, word but, but there are a lot of influencers out there. I still don't know what an influencer is, but there are a lot of people in, out there who are in music or sports and they're touting certain investments, maybe cryptocurrency, maybe NFTs. They may have a vested interest in you buying a product. And so it's important to know where everyone's loyalties lie before you, you go out and buy that project a product, even if you love that person's music or you appreciate their sporting expertise. Absolutely. And I think you I think you hit it right on the head. You can appreciate their talents, but you know, do their talents lie with these financial offerings and investments? And do they have a vested interest in making a profit? 
So there's a term that's been coined in our industry and it's called finfluencers. So you have your influencers for fashion and music and sports and entertainment. And then there's a new category that's come about in the last several years where they're influencing on financial offerings, financial investments, and financial education. And while there are some great um, personalities out there with a lot of really good information, it's just important to, you know, kind of do your own research and understand that these persons or, you know, folks are trying to sell you a product, essentially. And I mentioned that broker check tool um, that we have that's free, that if you come to our website and check it out, you can see if a person is licensed to operate in our state. And, you know, there's uh, those folks who have a fiduciary responsibility to you as an investor and someone who is an influencer in the financial space. They may not have that fiduciary responsibility. They may not even be registered to operate. It may not be technically a legal offering. It could be a legitimate offering, but is it legal to be offered in your state? Have they registered with the property property? Have they registered with the proper channels? And so those are a lot of the things that we caution about with social media. You know, it's, it's, it's great that you have the access to, to technology. It's wonderful that you have all of these options that you can go out and research. But again, we talk about your own research. We talk about your own risk tolerance and making sure that the person and the offer that you're dealing with is legitimate because in the social media space and in the digital space, anyone can create a profile. And there are some folks who can make it look very professional and very convincing. However, is that their main focus, you know, or is their main focus sports or is their main focus fashion. So, you know, you need to evaluate all of those things, determine your risk tolerance and do your research on the person and the product that's being offered. Yeah. I had actually heard that there was a fake Jeff Snyder account on Twitter. I do have a Twitter account, but let me tell you, I do not provide any investment advice whatsoever. I'm out of that business. Let me, let me ask you about um, data and privacy because being online and being an investor, you oftentimes to go through the to make an investment, you have to go through a risk tolerance checklist. You provide things like your social security number. If you are anybody doing that or investing, you got to be really careful with whom you share your personal information. Absolutely. And you also have to understand that, especially in the cryptocurrency space, there are individuals out there whose main goal is to access your personal information, your digital ID, um, your secure, unique code that gives you access to your cryptocurrency wallet. So, you know, we also have um, investor advisory alerts, not just on influencers, but on the metaverse as well, because in the metaverse, you're dealing in that digital space, you're speaking with avatars. But again, who's the person behind the avatar? Who are you actually speaking to? And, you know, are those folks asking you for your personal financial information? And a really good general rule is um, your financial institution or anyone else is not going to ask for that very detailed private information, such as your PIN, such as your social security number, such as your unique passcode for the encryption of your cryptocurrency wallet. Those are not things that an investor or someone making you an offer should be asking for right off the bat. It's very important you protect that information. And that's a red flag if somebody is asking you to hand out that information. 
in this digital age, we have to be aware of protecting our privacy and our personal information even more than before. And so it's just a really good idea to be very aware and leery of that. If someone's asking you that right off the bat, that is a major red flag. Yeah, and, and, and a lot of times people are getting phone calls, robocalls, there's erroneous emails that look like a banking site or look like a banking email, and they're not. You really gotta do uh, due diligence. Uh, Rachel, last question, and you, you mentioned broker check uh, to make sure. Um, if, you, if you have a question, where do you go? Uh, can, you, can you contact you contact someone at the Department of Commerce and Insurance? Where do you go if you have a fraudulent question or a legal question? Yes, absolutely. So for a fraudulent securities offer, a fraudulent securities investment, or you suspect that you've been fraudulently offered or maybe an investment that you're already in is potentially fraudulent. If it's a security, then it's going to be handled by our department. If you go to tn.gov slash securities, all of our contact information is there. We have a team of investigators. That's what they do. They research those. They look into it, make sure that the offer is what it's claiming to be and can assist you. Um, now, if it's just general fraud, um, unfortunately, like I said, as a securities department, we handle those things that fall under the securities umbrella. But the great thing about our department is we can get you where you need to go and we can get you to that proper department if it is more of a general fraud or a specific legal question. But yeah. if it's a securities or an investment type, come to us and we'll research it and make sure that all of your questions are answered. Yeah, really. And that, that is, a, by the way, a very challenging job unto itself because you've got to know all these different products and do all that research. You've got to be a smart cookie I don't even know if I can say that. A smart cookie. You got to be a smart person to be able to figure that all out. Rachel, we're going to have to leave it there. Really great to talk to you. Thanks so much for joining us. And we look forward to having you back on the program again very soon. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's been wonderful. Thank you for the opportunity. That wraps up this episode of BRNAM. Have a topic of interest, someone you think we should talk to, drop us a line. And don't forget, for all the latest curated news and lifestyle, wellness, finance, tech, so much more, and all in one place, check out today's edition of our daily newsletter, The Morning Pulse. Want to search our archives, check out our latest content, or visit our website and, of course, all of our 300 streaming partners. We're back again tomorrow for Secure Saturday. We'll have a very special guest, and we'll take a look back at some of our best segments for the week. Until then, I'm Jeff Snyder. Stay safe, keep on saving, and don't forget, roll with the changes. Now is your opportunity to co-create content around any topic on the first lifestyle and wellness network. Reach a global audience through our platform and co-own exclusive branded content. All of our programs are available on demand and also as audio only podcasts so you can take us on the go. Broadcast Retirement Network, available anytime, anywhere, and on any device.